All of this you just don't get, huh? Lord, let me know if you got us. Preaching about profit. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to the goddess. Goddess. Got it. Hello and welcome to the Strong Women Power Half Hour. I'm your host and women's empowerment specialist, Kelly Hickey, and I'm so glad that you are here with us today. We have a special show uh, all about acknowledging how your body is a temple. Yes, it is. Of course it is. Your temple of how you get along and get around into the world. So today's, uh, today's show is brought to you by the Happy Hormones, Happy Women workshop uh, that myself and uh, today's guest host, Stacey Tuttle, uh, will be putting off in September 29th in St. John's area. That's uh, a modern woman's guide to diminishing adrenal fatigue, balancing your hormones, and understanding your cycles. We'll also be talking uh, about connecting to your cycles the way that ancient women did and also connecting to the uh, your moon. Uh, the moon cycles and everything that means for you. We'll talk a little bit more about that in a moment. So uh, welcome to uh, the podcast that is designed to empower you, educate you, connect you. And like all podcasts that we do, we're going to gather all of ourselves up, all of the pieces that may have been strewn about throughout the day, all those things, all the different things going on in your mind, the to-do list. Let's just let go of that just for a moment while we bring ourselves together for a collective breath. Breathing in through our nose, nice and easy with a little hold. And out through your mouth. Let's do this one really nice and full. In through the nose, fill up all of those parts of your lungs. With a sigh. And one more for good measure. In through that beautiful nose of yours. And out through the mouth. That always makes me feel so much better. All right, let's do this. So it is my divine pleasure to introduce our esteemed and brilliant guest today. Uh, it is Stacy Tuttle of Your Glowing Health, a genius, brilliant, vivacious woman uh, <laughs> who uh, I have the pleasure of working with in the upcoming workshop, uh, Happy Hormones, Happy Women. Um, she is a holistic nutritionist and a chef, but uh, let me just big give her a big, strong women power half hour welcome. Yay! Yay. Thanks, Stacey. So excited to be here. It's uh, such a pleasure to have you. I know you've also um, listened to some of the podcasts. Mm -hmm. I have. 
One of my current faves, actually. That's awesome. Especially the last Queen episode. Was oh, that the last one? Yeah, yeah. That was a great one. Such a great. It was so funny because you just never know, right? I felt like I almost, I, that wasn't my best work at some mm-hmm. points. Cause it, I, and then I listened to it again. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. That was good. <laughs> and it depends on what you need to hear at the exactly. time, too. So it really resonated with where I was at that moment. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And it's all about kind of just listening to your spirit and, and going with that. Um, mm-hmm. That's what manifested that one. So, um, so excited to have you here to share your knowledge and your wisdom and your passion with our uh, amazing, strong women listeners. So just tell us a little bit about yourself um, and the work you do and uh, anything else you want to share. How, how did you, what brought you to be the woman that is before us here today? Mm-hmm. Well, it's been many years. It's been quite a journey. So like I always tell my clients, good journeys take time. 10 years ago, I was a completely different person than who I am now. I mean, I never drank water and my favorite food was poutine. So (laughs) things have come a long way, (laughs) needless to say. But I was really interested in going to holistic nutrition school originally because I had such a deep love of food and learning how to eat right for my body really changed not just you know things in a physical sense for me but really changed things mentally for me Mm -hmm. so that was a huge realization that food could change the way I felt and that made me want to study kind of the more holistic aspects of of food and how it made us feel And I was also really interested in going to school because, you know, I was in the depths of having like some pretty turbulent hormonal issues at the time. And I wasn't really getting any resolution from the conventional medical system. Mm -hmm. And I really, really wanted that to end. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah. What was really uh, interesting for me uh, was really taking my power back and learning how to heal my own body and that I was not a victim. This was not happening to me. This was something I had the power to change. So before that, I never felt that way. I felt like, you know, why have I been cursed? (laughs) Why are these horrible issues happening to me? Why me? And I think a lot of women feel that way, especially, you know, month to month with things like, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm-hmm. PMS or moodiness or pain is a huge one too. So what I was experiencing at the time was, you know, I had fibroids and cysts. I had like a lot of abnormal pap smears come back, which is really scary for me because, you know, there are endocrine cancers in my family. So that's not something that I really wanted to start going down that path. Um, And then I was just having, you know, really severe pain, a lot of mood swings, like outside of what you would consider normal, and also constant bleeding almost. So I wouldn't just bleed during my period, but I would also bleed at random times throughout the month. Mm. And this could be anything from just like, you know, spotting to like gushes of blood like Hmm. at random times during work or sex or you know other inopportune times let's say i'm just thinking of all those listeners listening on uh, saturday morning at 10 a.m maybe with their families it's part of life it's part of a woman's life excellent i'm glad we brought it up now (laughs) nothing to be embarrassed now now i'm happy with this day we've talked about bleeding and gushes of blood (laughs) on the radio exactly (laughs) it's literally just part of our life (laughs) 
Anyway, so I really wanted to resolve that and you know, I was prescribed birth control over and over again and basically told this was my only option. And that wasn't working for me, so I felt like I had no options, which mm-hmm. was really disempowering. But once I went to school and really got to know, you know, what was happening in my endocrine system and you know that I had high estrogen and the symptoms I was experiencing were because of that and there were also ways to balance having high estrogen and kind of reverse these negative symptoms and negative effects. So happy to say that I no longer experience any of these horrible symptoms and you know my pap smears have all come back normal and I've been able to reverse these hormonal imbalances which is super exciting. So now that's something I really specialize in in my personal practice where I see clients one-on-one just really focusing on helping them also balance their hormonal health because I would say at least 75% of the women I see have some sort of hormonal imbalance whether that's like something mild like horrible PMS or pain ranging to more severe endocrine disorders like you know PCOS, endometriosis, PMDD, those sorts of things. And of course those things can manifest like uh, depression or anxiety or as well yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it could be in a basis of hormonal um, issues. Exactly. Yeah. And mental health can sometimes, you know, take on that mask, I guess. Like mm. you're experiencing symptoms of mental health, but the root cause isn't necessarily in right. the brain. So right. then being treated with antidepressants is mm-hmm. not really going to have the effect that you might hope for. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, and I know that uh, doctors in particular, uh, when you're younger, if you ever do have hormonal issues, the birth control pill seems to be the answer for everything. And mm-hmm. um, that's without ever looking at the underlying cause. And I've had a few clients that I think um, if they had been handled more um, holistically while they were younger, wouldn't be in the issues, have the issues that they are now. So this is this is really powerful information uh, you want to share with us um, that can be used for women at in various parts of their lives. Um, but you know, the younger, of course, we get <laughs> educate women on this, the, the better because mm-hmm. then you have a higher quality of life. Um, so, um, how can women be empowered through nutrition? You know, uh, just just tell us a bit about that. You talked about uh, being empowered, and I think we can get an idea of like, you know, choosing to not be the victim. I think you really like when you use that language. It's not just happening to you. You are a participant in your life. So, you know, just like last week's podcast of taking responsibility for your own happiness, I also am a sincere believer in taking responsibility for your health. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not here to harp on anyone for having chocolate bar or a bag of chips or whatever, you know, like I do believe in creating joys and not giving yourself guilt over it. But there is something also to be said for taking responsibility for your life and for turning, the, choosing the foods that help your body and help your mind. So uh, what could you tell us about that? Well, you really do have that control, just like you're saying, you have that power, you have that control by what you're choosing to put into your mouth. And that doesn't mean you need to live on a diet of smoothies and kale salads. I mean, there is room for improvement in every diet. And, you know, personally, I consider myself to eat very healthily, but I still eat chips. I go out to eat. I have chocolate. You know, Mm -hmm. I have Mm -hmm. celebratory birthday cakes like a normal person. So it's not all about deprivation. It's more about adding things in so Mm -hmm. that your body is really getting what it needs. So when you're eating your body breaks down food and the food that you break down is literally used to make 
you know, your hormones, your cells, like all of these things. So when, you know, there's that old cliche, you are what you're, what you eat, that is literally true. So just for example, like something I think people, pretty much everyone could resonate with having low energy at some point, Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. during the week, during the day, whatnot. So typically if low energy is something that you experience chronically, then you're likely deficient in magnesium and B vitamins because these are what the mitochondria in your cells use to power those energy cycles in your body and if you're not getting enough of those through your diet then no you're going to feel low energy regardless gotcha gotcha and what foods have high magnesium foods that are high in magnesium are leafy greens Mm -hmm, everyone's mm -hmm. favorite treat yep yep (laughs) also dark chocolate which is a little bit more palatable but there's room for both. Uh, berries have a lot of magnesium, which is great for us here in Newfoundland. And nuts and seeds, too, is another big one. Excellent. Pretty easy to add into your daily diet. Right. And I, I know whenever I've been really stressed out, um, it, it, whatever wise woman I've been to, if it was my uh, homeopathic doctor or my shaman, they'll all say, hmm, I bet you're using up all your magnesium. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you need more magnesium. It's so true. Yeah. And when you're under stress, too, your body uses up a lot of vitamin C. Oh, I hadn't heard that one. So that's why you tend to, you know, if you've been stressed out for a period of time, it lowers your immune system and you're, you get sick more easily. So. Oh, that's why vitamin C helps you when you're in cold because you've already, you're already, if you're on your way to get a cold, you're already at a deficiency of vitamin C. Yep, you got it. Oh, I did not know that. Um, So what we eat becomes our body. Um, I I really like that uh, mentality of kind of, um, it's not just about energy. I think we kind of do treat food like fuel, like gas, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, and it's, it's way more than gas because it's like gas and oil and the lube and all of the joints and, and everything that's going along is what, is what food is. Um, what can a, a listener that's listening to us here today, what can they do to take, in char- take charge over their life and their health and be empowered in that way? Well, I would advise everyone to start with a small sustainable change. So be realistic, like what's going to work for you and your life. And lots of times that's not you know, changing everything you eat and overhauling your whole lifestyle and the way you move and everything about your life all in one go. That's not sustainable for most people. So really take it step by step and week by week and being like, okay, what positive change can I incorporate this week to, you know, improve where I was at a week ago, you know? So that could be something as simple as, you know, I'm going to make sure to eat greens every day from now on. Or I'm going to start buying dark chocolate instead of milk chocolate. Or, you know, I'm going to make an effort to eat less white bread and more whole grains. Those sorts of things like really add up over time. And that's how you get from poutine being your favorite food to enjoying kale. <laughs> it's a slow build. Slow burn. It is a journey. Uh, yeah, I don't think I liked kale when I first had it, but now I actually crave it. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. Whatever whatever it is about kale, like I think it's easy to digest. Or, or maybe it's just because I'm from Newfoundland and I've been eating kale in my generations for like the last 12 generations or wherever, mm-hmm. probably even longer. If, if I'm sure it grows in Ireland. It's a hearty crop. <laughs> it's a hearty one. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, you're talking small changes, so that's more uh, realistic. Um, so adding greens, um, of course, staying away from white bread. I think for a lot of us are kind of try to do that now. Mm-hmm. Um, how much water? Water should we have? Water's huge. A lot of people really, 
know, it's obvious that we need water to stay hydrated. Everyone knows that. But I think a lot of people don't realize that we need water for proper digestion. So if we don't drink enough water throughout the day, our bodies can't break down food properly. And what that means is the nutrients we need are not getting to our cells. So even if we're eating a really healthy diet, if we're not drinking enough water, we're not going to be getting what we need. So the easiest way I like to tell people to drink more water is to really start using a water bottle. Number one, it's like a lot better for the environment than you know buying plastic throughout your Mm -hmm, day. mm -hmm. And it's easier to keep track of how much you're drinking rather than trying to count like, oh, did I get my eight Mm -hmm. glasses? That's a lot to keep track of for some people. So really investing in a water bottle. And I like to have one throughout my morning one throughout my afternoon, and then one before I go to bed. Yeah, yeah. You get your water bottle. You see, I got my mason jar. I mm-hmm. carry that around everywhere. I that also, totally works, too. I also leave them everywhere, So, and because they're only like a dollar each. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the end of the world. I've lost so, so many water <laughs> bottles. Um, what are the biggest, in your, when you're thinking about your clients and you see how mm-hmm. they've I- become empowered in taking charge of their own life and health through what, um, through the tips and uh, education that you uh, guide them through, what are the some big changes you've seen some of the biggest changes I've seen is things like people really improving their digestion really improving their sleep improving their energy levels and improving the way they see themselves just their self-image and their connection to themselves and their connection to how what they eat affects how they see themselves, how they feel throughout the day. That's huge. Right, right. Is when we're, so when we're eating crap, we feel like crap. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the reality is, like, uh, I think about uh, my body so much differently than I did um, when I was 20 or even 20 years ago. And and um, uh, sometimes we can still get caught up in the idea of our body is just this vessel that gets us to what we want to do or mm-hmm. gets us to, you know, the, the activities or gets us through the day or all these things. And that's what I always talk to my clients is, like, this is not just a meat sack. <laughs> On a, on a big pebble <laughs> going through uh, the vast, uh, you know, uh, space. Like there is, like that. Their bodies are precious to us, and they are mm-hmm. temples. And um, I've had a quite the journey with my own body, as I'm sure other people have, um, where um, I had to learn to take. Uh, control over my own health and not just give it to the medical, the traditional medical system. Uh, and that's how I'm still alive today, um, I'm, I'm convinced of. But it is a real journey for a lot of women, right? Like you said, and, and it can be hard. And, and when we're thinking of, especially if we haven't been taught this as a, at a younger age, it can be, it's, it's just another thing to add to the list. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, no, I'm supposed to be mindful and I'm supposed to be spending all this time with my kids and there's homework and bath time. And also my boss is an idiot. And, and now I'm supposed to fit kale in five times a week, you know, like, so mm-hmm. it, it can feel like that's just one more thing. So if there's, uh, if you were talking to someone who's like, that's like, listen, I want to make these changes. I understand intellectually that um, it'll benefit me and it'll even benefit my family because I may live longer, but I just don't know how to prioritize it or I just know how, don't know how to make those changes. What would you say to such a person? I would say to find something that's going to make you excited about it. Mm. So whether that's like coming from a deep motivation, like, you know, you want to you wanna improve uh, some condition that you have or, 
you know, you really want to do this with your best friend, or you want to learn to make your favorite treat healthy, or you want to start shopping locally, like whatever's going to make you super excited about doing this, that's the place where you need to start. Oh, yeah, you brought up local. Those are great suggestions. Can you tell us a little bit about why um, shopping locally can actually help our bodies? Yeah, definitely. Well, shopping locally, number one, is more nutrient dense because Mm -hmm. typically the farmers that you see at the farmer's market have picked the produce that morning or maybe the night before, whereas food that's getting shipped into Costco or your grocery store, you know, a lot of times it's sitting there for at least a couple weeks minimum. So the freshness is definitely an issue. Uh, It's also really... It's really great to just connect with your farmer and, you know, learn how to use these different vegetables. When I ask my clients to start eating more vegetables, I think a lot of them have the idea that they just are going to be eating more salad, (laughs) (laughs) which is not necessarily the case. There's a lot more ways to prepare vegetables than just salad. And vegetables can be really delicious and really exciting and you know really beautiful aesthetically and really pleasing to your palate comforting comforting yeah Mm. so going to the farmer's market like really connects you with the people who care about these sorts of things and it can get you excited about it too yeah no i I can totally get that now i kind of think about the nutrients in a um a carrot that's sitting in uh, a truck and then sitting in dominion or or grocery store for weeks and weeks i imagine it like a Mm half-life is is that kind of what it's like or am i silly no that's totally true the longer uh some produce sits out like after it's been picked the nutrients in it are going to start to get lower and lower and lower Oh, see that, that's Especially certain like water soluble vitamins like vitamin C degrades very quickly. Oh, I did hear that about vitamin C. Yeah, now mm-hmm. that you mention it. Um, yeah, that's my sci-fi nerdness coming out thinking about nuclear everything. It's in a half-life, <laughs> plutonium. Um, oh, can you give us, we were talking before, uh, just some super easy top tips uh, for our listeners that they can uh, put into uh, their lives that they may be even doing a little bit now, but just to focus on that could be big changes for their bodies and and nutrition and and also if their their families if they have some sure definitely i mentioned this earlier but adding greens in daily is a really huge one because you've mentioned it twice i'm assuming it's really yeah it's huge (laughs) i mean it doesn't if you're a person who really hates salads or is not into stir fries or whatever you can put greens in a daily smoothie in the morning or have it for a snack in your afternoon And you can kind of cover up the taste with like a banana or some dates or maybe some cocoa powder or what have you. And then you're still getting what you need. So that's one thing you can do, which is super easy. Uh, Another one would be to cut back on sugar, which is huge. And one of the biggest problems, especially for hormonal imbalance, is blood sugar balance. Hmm. And not having enough protein and fat or having too much sugar the other side of the coin is really what determines if you have a nice stable blood sugar balance and energy levels and mood throughout the day right so that's a huge one uh root vegetables is a really great easy one to add in and most people are familiar with the taste of those and like the taste of root vegetables pretty common here in so these parts. comforting i love root vegetables mm-hmm. and now it's fall so yeah. it's even easier to add in those types of nice warming grounding foods we've already had a stew in my house oh so nice <laughs> yeah, it is. I love just roasting a tray of vegetables for Mm. the week. Yeah. So I'll do like a bunch at once and then it's like an easy side or 
like I can throw some into a salad or just like snack on some with some hummus if I want. And yeah, just like those kind of bulk prep things make, you know, having a healthy snack around a little easier. Another one I like to do, which is a little more out there, is something called seed cycling. So this is really in relation to hormonal balance specifically for women. So what you do is the first two weeks of your cycle, you make sure to have a daily dose of flax seeds and pumpkin seeds. And the second two weeks of your cycle, you have sesame seeds and pumpkin seeds. So you kind of flip them. Oh, I think you see pumpkin seeds twice. Oh, I meant sunflower seeds. Yeah, so sunflower fr- seeds second. Yeah, so the, for the first two weeks, it's flaxseed and pumpkin seed, and then the second two weeks, it's sesame seed and sunflower seed. Yeah. You got it. So this really makes sure you're getting like a good dose of trace minerals in your daily diet, which nuts are really good for, and also those essential fatty acids, which are key for hormone balance. And the fact that they are essential means we literally need them in our body and we do not make them, so we need to eat them. So eating those seeds on a daily basis really helps you when balancing your hormones. And it's easy, I mean, especially with Costco, Mm -hmm. you can get a Mm -hmm. giant bag of nuts or seeds and just throw it on top of your oatmeal or snack on it, or you get flaxseed oil or no pumpkin seed oil instead and use it in a salad dressing use it to top vegetables or soup so it doesn't have to be complicated excellent no i think and uh seeds that you mentioned um are much less expensive Mm -hmm. than nuts because nuts can be um, nuts can be very pricey mm -hmm. even you know if you're buying them somewhere like bulk burn they're still right they're dollar dollar bills Yes, sunflower seeds and pumpkin seeds are really affordable. Flax seeds too, sesame seeds. Yeah, really the only pricey seeds are chia and hemp. And pa- pine nuts. Yeah. Oh, pi- that's a nut. Sorry. Yeah, that's Excuse a nut. Me. Yeah. Pine nuts are But I thought expensive, but I immediately went there. <laughs> like, so expensive. The most expensive. So tasty though. Uh, when uh, So if we have our listeners that's thinking like, oh, I'm really in, interested in this and and I'd like more information. Um, do you have any um, suggested online resources or anything that you can suggest to people? Definitely. There's a few people I follow who are really all about hormonal balance and really promote, you know, seed cycling and cycle syncing and all these sorts of topics that we're going to be talking about in our workshop. But um, you can check out Elisa Viti. She, uh, she has a really cool app called MyFlow, and she wrote a book called Women Code. She's a scientist. Um, she used to have PCOS, but her symptoms are now in remission because of all the steps she took PCOS, polys. Polycystic ovarian syndrome. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just for all our listeners out there. <laughs> yeah, so she is really cool and interesting. So that was uh, uh, Lisa Vita? Alisa Viti, yeah. Alisa Viti. And I'm going to put these, this in the show notes, uh, just the connections mm-hmm. to these people. And was there anyone else? Uh, Nicole Jardin's really cool. She calls herself the period girl. So <laughs> you can find her on Instagram. And she also has a pretty cool website. And she sends out a monthly newsletter, which kind of has like a roundup of different articles about like women's hormones and menstrual cycle and all sorts of cool information and there's also a podcast that focuses on women's hormones i'm so excited about this i'm yeah. gonna subscribe right away yeah. what was, what's the podcast called the podcast is called the heavy flow podcast which is kind of like a fun sassy That's name such a fun i like name. it because <laughs> it's like such i love a double entendre when it's about a period right <laughs> <laughs> double entendres are often often used by creeps 
but I like it. It's almost like reclaiming the yeah, uh, totally. the tongue and cheek sassiness. It needs so to be reclaimed. The uh, the heavy flow podcast, and that's Amanda Laird. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to be checking uh, that one out. So that's something that you listen to. Um, so what would you say is most the most rewarding thing with working with your clients, like you do? The most rewarding thing is definitely seeing people surprised when they realize that food can change Mm. the way that they feel and you know mentally and physically like get the changes they are looking for i think a lot of people associate nutrition with diets but that's really not what i'm all about I really want people to have a good relationship with food, like make sustainable choices for the long term. And also just finding the joy in food, like Mm. loving food, not having it be something that we need to restrict or something that we need to be afraid of and really embracing its deliciousness and its healing properties and all these amazing things. No, I think I think that's awesome, and I find you an inspiration um, in that way. <laughs> and I like having uh, Stacy on my Facebook Messenger to be like, "Hey, should I eat this? Can I eat this? <laughs> well, that's a good idea. I've got to pick your brain after the podcast." Uh, but I, I appreciate you. I appreciate your work. I appreciate the work you've done on yourself. Um, I appreciate your passion. Um, why don't we talk a little bit about uh, that workshop that we have coming up um, on September 29th? Um, so we were thinking the uh, uh, catch line that we had had was it was like combines the science of what you need to know with the ancient ways of knowing that you're aching to know. <laughs> What were we on? We I like it. It's a mouthful. I I don't even remember, but this was a couple months ago when we set it up. So you and I, we we we, when we first met, we were like, oh, we want to work together because we were both so passionate about women's empowerment. Um, And so we kind of just almost brainstormed this workshop like uh, in our first meeting. So what I was interested in bringing was ancient women's ways of knowing um, their cycle and also looking at a woman's menstrual cycle, like uh, we used to, where the first part right after your cycle. It's kind of um, um, the, when you're uh, the girl child, the maiden, the young kind of like vibrant, almost idealistic, fun-loving kind of gal. And then as you're going into your ovulation, there was the mother um, aspect um, and then also uh, some creative and nurturing. And then as you're getting into your um, your PMS kind of period, you're, you're the crone, you give less craps about what other people think <laughs> and you're just like don't you know you're kind of just uh, cut through bs with a machete and then uh when you're on your period of course it's the wise woman of just kind of like the relaxing and when i was telling you that and then you were talking about how uh that totally coincides through in the science ways right do you want to talk about that a little mm-hmm. well i think we tend to think of ourselves kind of as disconnected from nature or mm. maybe we don't realize how intimately connected with nature we really are. So the fact that you're going to talk about all these things during our workshop really resonated with me. And I, of course, I'm gonna approach it from a scientific perspective. So really talking about the different phases of your menstrual cycle. You know, what happens in each of those phases? Like, how do we feel? How is our energy, you know? How's our sex drive, you know? How's our creativity? Because that changes like during all four cycles. So knowing that really helps you stop blaming yourself for being or feeling a certain way and knowing that it's literally your physiology. Mm -hmm. And then also using that knowledge to the best of your ability to really 
tap into your potential during different times in your cycle, which right. is so interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think it, it's really helpful um, for just self-awareness, but also for planning, mm-hmm. right? When knowing when you're going to have more energy and mm-hmm. when you're going to need more self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think, too, when we, we're living in this uh patriarchal capitalist society of produce 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 uh and everything's the same the same the same week in week out uh we don't necessarily get the appreciation or the ability we have to really kind of uh enforce it our own selves and 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 uh take the data of our cycles in our own selves and i will say that um having knowledge acknowledged my own cycles when it comes to productivity creativity energy menstrual uh of course all of those do tie in uh, from time to time and of course the on the season and all those um I'm, I'm only maybe about six months in of really really acknowledging my cycles um and now i feel like i'm getting it like maybe like a couple of months ago but like you need to have a few months data mm. to do it so that's one of the things that we were gonna we're gonna have for the workshop participants um is uh and we're hoping to do with this make this an online course too uh mm-hmm. at the end is to have um months uh like just like a calendar uh, month where you can look at and and uh write down um your energy and your flow and your cycle and then also have that coincide with the moon um and to see how the moon is affecting you because uh, that certainly does and that's something from our ancient women's knowing and there's all kinds of science that even uh supports the moon affecting us i mean geez mm-hmm. all you have to look is the tides and where what, are 70% water? Is that what we are? Or 75% yeah. water? All my teacher friends always say, too, that the kids go nuts around the full moon. If you have a child, yes. <laughs> Ever since Violet was a tiny baby, uh, I've yeah. noticed that. And to tell you the truth, I didn't notice it because I was like still new mom and shock mm-hmm. and I had uh, just um, a friend of mine who was had was like babysitting Violet from time to time and uh, maybe she was like four or five months old I was like yeah Violet, Violet was really fussy today and she's like but it's the full moon <laughs> and I was like oh right she, and then I was like right it is the full moon and then the my, my friend Chelsea she was like Violet's always fussy on the full moon and I was like oh right <laughs> Right. Thank you. Thank you, outside person. <laughs> Good observation. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I mean, there's all kinds of uh, statistics. All you got to do is talk to someone in a hospital or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, totally to, to find that out. Or, you know, uh, the, what I find fascinating is just even coral. There's coral throughout the world that just opens up to pollinate when it, the moon is crescenting at its fullest. Wow, right? beautiful. And, um, and if it didn't, if they didn't all do it at the same time, there wouldn't be the pollination that needs to happen uh, for the coral to survive and grow. And uh, when I found that out, I was like, whoa, another thing (laughs) that's connected to the moon and is affected by the moon. Um, So yeah, we wanted to connect uh, those things up. Um, I think it's gonna be super helpful what you're bringing scientific wise. Personally, I'm really keen on how to lower my estrogen because I think that's what is causing a lot of the pain that I have um, in my periods. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm also just really interested in learning um, more about how my body interacts with food in my cycles. So I'm super psyched mm-hmm. to know about it's that. It's really about, you know, making hormones your friend and not your right. enemy. <laughs> making I, them work for you. I, I wonder, you know, like the negative connotation on hormones, mm-hmm. right? And I think it's almost even a misogynistic. Yeah, or it's like kind of a joke. Yeah. You know, your hormonal is... It's, you know, it's kind of like a put down almost. Well, and you're also never going to call a man a horm- hormonal. So yeah, it's kind of exactly. like hysterical. Like like hormonal totally. is like a, a, I don't know, 1995 version of hysterical. Yeah, right? totally. Of like calm down or, uh, oh, I just have to say this was so funny. For, so I did a working wild female 
uh, corporate work workshop yesterday, which went amazing, and it was so fun. And one of the things that um, I do uh, bring the women through is five different behaviors of uh, patterns that the, that they make they deal with when they're in male-dominated fields. And one of the things that they deal with, I called it was the menstrual hater. <laughs> so it was the men who hate. So it's kind of, it's the guy who's like, oh, it must be that time of the month, mm -hmm. right? And it's like so oh. rude. And like, you have to stay so calm because if you flipped over a table like you want to do, they'd be mm. like, see, women shouldn't be here. <laughs> right? So, but anyway, when I put that up on the screen um, and, it, and it was like the big, big official, you know, beautiful corporate Roman corporate table and, and then it's like, the menstrual hater must be that time of the month. And like, everyone was like, what? <laughs> and like, each of them had heard it, you know? And then we got of to course. talk about the shame around our periods. And, you know, and I said, I was like, this is not new. This is what NASA said in 1960, why women couldn't be astronauts, because we had periods, OMG. It's also like, you can go back to like, Old Testament um, uh, stuff where they say, if uh, a woman touches a cow when she's on her period, it's gonna turn the milk sour. Or if a woman touches the Bible on her period, burn it, you know? It's just like, like, wow. oh my god guys calm down right like what fear what fear they have of us and our immense power and it's one of the things i do love about um acknowledging and appreciating our cycles and our hormones is kind of a fuller embodiment of appreciating our whole woman selves mm -hmm. and i think about a, a month so just like a period a woman's period and just like a moon cycle it's this whole um you know going through the journey um and then like the, you start from nothing and then there's something right there's the opportunity for life literally i said to one of my clients um uh, who we were working through some shame she had around her period um, and, and around uh, getting pregnant and all that. And then, you know, uh, we actually, it was through a cord cutting ceremony and we got eaten by flies, eaten by flies. And my client, if you're listening, you're gonna smile. <laughs> and then, and then so I, I, the next day I was really, really itchy, right? I, I must have had like 30, 40 Whoa. fly bites and I'm sure she did too. And, um, uh, and I smiled and I sent her a message and I was like, you know, but you know, that that's life, right? Like our blood went into those mosquitoes and then those mosquitoes can go live and lay more eggs to feed more uh, chickadee uh, birds and all of that. And the chickadee bird was me meaningful to her. So it is it is us being a part of uh, life and a part of the cycle of life. And, and I brought it back to our periods and how our, our blood, our menstrual blood, has the capacity and the nutrients uh, for life. And she wrote me back and she said, I didn't know my menstrual blood had the nutrients for life. And we were both just a little gobsmacked. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, she's, she, she, she's a mother. And it's like, wow, how are we not more in awe of our bodies? How do we not know that our menstrual blood has the nutrients for life. It's amazing. Right? And um, I, was, I was very honored to be part of that for her, but then to also kind of just take pause of the lack of wonder and the lack of awe of our own selves. Um, it's damaging. It's uh, unfair. And I think it's actually dangerous uh, because we have not paid the homage. We have not honored ourselves and our capabilities um, enough. Um, and then that means we're not um, we're not celebrated the way we should. We're not appreciated the way we should. Um, and uh, it's just part of the system that we gotta we gotta reverse this, right? One hundred percent agree. One hundred. I really liked what you were talking about earlier too, when you mentioned 
an exercise that you did with your group where you got people to assess their strengths or yeah. what was amazing about yeah. them because that's something that we don't take note of like in right. this particular instance yeah so yeah that's yeah. just something to think about yourself today what, well, what's when, amazing about you oh i love that stacy yes <laughs> what is amazing about you listener what uh, what are your strengths uh as stacy's bringing up as part of the working while female uh, workshop that i did yesterday is an opening kind of uh worksheet and activity where i get women to write down um the seven strengths they like about themselves and seven seems like a lot and i purposely put seven because it's like you know not three right like mm-hmm. and um and just seeing uh the one woman was she was really funny and cute and she was like why is there only seven and i was like i like that <laughs> i like you i like that question that's a wicked yes and then other women were like really struggling to put down their strengths and then um i got them to write about the things that they're good at and then i had them write five words uh that describe themselves uh and then five words how other people describe them and that was some fascinating things because uh all these different shadow thoughts came out so uh when in describing herself this one participant said mentioned how she was independent and that's one of the ways that she described herself and then when thinking about how other people describe it the same using the same kind of um uh, reason of why she said she was independent when she looked at how other people described it she described it as dominating Mm. and I was like whoa isn't that the shadow for a woman a woman you know like I can't imagine a man being thinking he's independent and being like oh but people think I'm dominating like I can't even imagine a man saying people think I'm dominating yeah right it's like no honey you just take charge you know what you want and you know what you don't want and you know you're an action taker you're independent that's a wonderful it's a good quality quality but a leadership quality exactly right and and that was what uh, kind of came out uh but what was very interesting too is when i um asked the women to share their strengths with one another and there was a lot of like awkwardness at first and it's like oh this feels so weird it feels so weird saying this out loud and some of those women that was the first time they'd ever ever talked about their strengths out loud ever wow and i guarantee you those women this is an oil and gas they are made go through all kinds of various workshops you know uh for different kinds of uh, professional, professional development, development yeah. and all that and to not to not have to focus on your strengths it's like what are they, what are those other people doing <laughs> what are they teaching you in this professional <laughs> what are they teaching? uh so back to our, our um happy hormones happy uh women workshop i'm just so super psyched um we do have some mother and daughter people uh folks who uh, have been interested in coming um that would be really cool it'd be really cool too if people came with like with a friend because it's much more likely that you uh will um make the changes in your life um if there's someone else in your Mm -hmm. life that you know it's always easier to implement something new if you have a bit of some support or camaraderie or whatever yeah, yeah yeah it's a great idea to come with your bud come with your bud or come with a family member that you like <laughs> i just i think back too of like even when i got into the gym life it was so much easier when you had someone to go with me too yeah. and i've been doing the same thing all summer with a friend oh, we made a commitment to like go together and try all the different intro months around the city oh do just tell. like have fun going to a new place each month oh that's so fun and it's been great and i am so much more likely to go because you know we get to spend that time together and then i also get to move my body and have fun in that way so it's yeah it's 
it's more likely to actually happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like way easier to just not go if it's just you. Yep, totally. Um, so uh, in the Happy Hormones, Happy uh, Women workshop, you'll the what you'll get out of it is lots of info on how to eat uh, to balance your hormones and make hormones your friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm imagining some kind of like um, costume or something, and it's a big hormone mascot. going around. Yeah, mascot going around giving hugs. Like John, Red cape, John, John obviously. Oliver. Red cape, I love it. Yes, yes, flowing red cape wait, <laughs> with a train down there. Uh, you also learn about uh, cycle syncing, um, and you'll learn about uh, your body chemistry uh, and how it works. You learn about moon cycles, your menstrual cycles, your creative cycles. Um, we'll also do um, a meditation, a grounding meditation. I'll be doing that, and the amazing chef, uh, Stacy Tuttle, will be providing a, a yummy snack that is all about joy, nutrition, and loving your woman self. Mm-hmm. So Can't I am, wait to feed you. I, I am super, super psyched for that. So, well, thanks so much for uh, chatting with us today, Stacey. I love picking your brain. I, I love hanging with you. I was you. so happy to come in. It's so much fun. <laughs> so much fun. So for, uh, you've already got a goddess bracelet. So for, uh, thank you for this, I have uh, you to choose from. You could, <gasps> I have a Be Strong bracelet or a Queen bracelet. How will I ever decide? I don't know. How will you decide? Uh, I'm going to have to take a closer look here. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely no problem. And for our listeners, of course, Strong Women Co., we're on Facebook. Uh, we're also on uh, Instagram um, and uh, always inspiring things uh, happening there we have the strong woman co tribe oh my goodness the strong woman co tribe were so good to me on uh tuesday i just put out a video saying i had the big corporate workshop and then all this love came from everybody queen i would have bet a million dollars you picked queen. <laughs> that's amazing i'm so happy you got queen uh but uh at the strong woman co tribe the facebook online community you just could search strong woman co tribe or you can go to strong woman co and then uh it's, it's one of the it's the group there um but uh before i went into my workshop i scaled i just went through the all of the love that everyone gave and i was just like oh and I know a lot of other women are finding it really helpful when they're going, doing things and um, getting support. So, I mean, that's what the tribe's all about is supporting women through uh, womanhood. Um, so, yeah, do you want to do a mention of your Facebook uh, and Instagram? Yeah, sure. You guys can find me on Facebook at Your Glowing Health. Or if you're interested in any of the food things I do, you can find me at Well and Good Dinners. And I have Instagram accounts under both of those names as well. If you like pretty pictures of food and fun recipes. You're a fantastic photographer. A food photographer. You're a really good food photographer. Uh, Yeah, and a vegetable photographer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm inspired by vegetables. What can I say? Um, I'm inspired by your pictures. Uh, Your (laughs) pictures have inspired me to go uh, buy and eat vegetables more than once. Um, So maybe that's a a service in itself, Stacey. Thank you for that. So it's (laughs) Your Glowing Health or Well and Good Dinners. And uh, website in case anyone Yep, to do. my website is yourglowinghealth.ca or you can visit me at wellandgooddinners.com. And if someone was interested in being a one-on-one client for you, how would they contact you? Uh, there's a contact form. You can book an appointment through my website or you can contact me uh, through my Facebook as well to book an appointment. Cool. That's I cool. also do free 15-minute consultations over the phone. If you're interested in just chatting and seeing if it's the right fit for you and your life, totally open to that as well. And I'm assuming this is kind of worldwide. People could yep, do this because exactly. this is just over Skype and then you just send the digital files anyway. Yep. I have clients all over Canada, Excellent. so it's no problem to do Skype or FaceTime or I've used Zoom before too, which is really great. 
Cool. All right. Well, that is so awesome. So happy to have you here today. Um, thanks for all the info. Super psyched about Happy Hormones, Happy Women Workshop. I, uh, I like you. I just love empowering women. Uh, this world is going to be so much. Imagine all the women that we're each going to be able to empower, and then those women go out and empower. And it's like the pebble in the pond, right? Of the growing and the growing, and we are changing the world. High five, sister. Yeah. That's yes. what inspires me, even more than vegetables. <laughs> Me too. Do you, know, do you know that women inspired me more than vegetables too? Uh, well, they're just so resilient and amazing and creative and uh, life-giving. So, um, hey, strong woman, uh, we appreciate you. And uh, why not empower yourself? Why not take responsibility for your health? Make those happy, healthy decisions. Um, pick up on some of the things that we talked about. Leafy greens, more seeds, more nuts, more water. Um, check out the different uh, resources we'll list in the show notes. I'll put your your website in the show notes too and um take control of that gorgeous body of yours and treat it like the temple it is uh you are um a goddess and you are loved you are appreciated and yay for that we love you (laughs) and now it's time for as you know one of my favorite parts of the show the featured song part and today's song um, just really goes really well with the things me and Stacy were talking about um, it's called Queen so I know similarity from last week but it's called Queen and it's by Jesse J Jessie J is an English singer, songwriter, based out of London, does LA too. But she actually just won uh, a Chinese uh, singing competition after being a former uh, voice judge in the UK voice. She's just one of those really great young gals. Uh, I say she's young, born in 1988. But uh, she's fierce. Uh, she's always done things a little bit counterculture. Uh, some of her biggest songs have been uh, pretty empowering, like Do It Like a Dude and Bang Bang and this uh, song called Queen is off her latest album, R-O-S-E. It stands for Realizations, Obsessions, Sex, and Empowerment. Um, but what I love about this song, Queen, here's just some of the lyrics. Stop playing with your body, lady. Stop feeling like you're not enough. Stop feeding into those haters. Stop and give yourself some love. Stop staring into the mirror, getting faded, saying you won't fall in love. Stop trusting all these fake idiots. Trust me, they don't give up. I will block out the uh, F word for anyone listening with kids or because we are also on the radio. Thank you, CHMR. But I think my favorite uh, parts of the song um, is the refrain. It goes over and over and it's, I love my body. I love my skin. I am a goddess. I am a queen. So, my strong women... Remember, your body is a temple. You do have the power to keep it healthy and vibrant and happy. You deserve it. Your body deserves it. And this isn't about any past decisions or crapping on yourself or not taking care of yourself thus far. No, let's let go of all of those things in the past, all of those decisions in the past. Today is a new day. You can decide to embrace the true reality that your body is your temple, that your body deserves love and good food and exercise and fresh air, and that you and your body are a team. 
you and your body are a team that are going through this life together. And the stronger and healthier your body is, the stronger and healthier you are. And I can say personally, I have gotten better, although I am definitely not perfect. I have gotten better at listening to my body when it whispers at me as opposed to when it screams. Because when your body screams at you, that's when things shut down. That's when things get serious. When your body's like, hey, pay attention to me. I need love. I need good food. I need water. I need rest. I need to not be so stressed out all the time. And I know if you are listening to this, you are a strong woman who wants to be empowered and who wants to take control over that beautiful life of yours with everything that means, which includes, of course, your own personal health. And it's totally possible. Tiny actions add up. Like I was saying in uh, one of my, the Life Tip Tuesday ad, the Life Tip Tuesday video from, um, that I do on the Strong Women Co-Tribe. Every Tuesday I do a video with the Life Tip. And this week's tip was about how every single goal is a, just a series of tiny steps. There's no one big step. It's all small decisions, small actions, small commitments, and small steps moving forward. So what can you do? Two, be nice to your body and treat it like the gorgeous, amazing, beautiful temple that it is. Well, maybe listening to this song will help you. This is definitely one of those songs where you're going to want to turn it up and uh, move around to. And let the words soak in. I love my body. I love my skin. I am a goddess. I am a queen. All right. Remember, subscribe like us, rate us, get at me. I love you. Until next time, stay strong, strong women, and love that beautiful temple of yours. Stop playing with your body, lady. Stop feeling like you're not enough. Stop feeding into the haters. Stop and give yourself some love. At the mirror getting faded Saying you will fall in love So trust in all these fake idiots Trust me they don't give a f-
my body.